Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody, it's Dave here. We are sitting here watching the end of this ball game, and the Packers are driving. We're coming up on the two-minute warning. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. Hey, I want to welcome everybody that's here. Delton, how are you doing, Delton? And, of course, Stephen from Down Under. Hey, mate, I hope you have a pint with you. Enjoying this game. However, I don't know if there's a whole lot to enjoy other than we're going to win it. <laughs> it is the officially the two-minute warning. So join us all next. Welcome to Vikings First and Skulls live at the two-minute warning. Next. <laughs> And we're back here again, and I'm waiting on my compadres in crime to join me as we go live in the final two minutes. I am watching via YouTube's Sunday ticket, which means I am fractionally behind what the lovely and beautiful Miss Mary, who's joined us, is seeing. And there he is, Mr. Bob Sweet. There's good news today, and there's not so good news today. The good news today is it looks like even though that the Vikings, they may screw it up here in the last two minutes, but they look like they're going to hold on to victory, which, of course, means we defeated the Green Bay Packers, which is always, always, I don't care what season it is, what time of year it is, whenever it is, if either team is doing badly or poorly, is a wonderful thing anytime we beat the Green Bay Packers. 
Delton, J. Addy Roast, Alexander, all game long, brother. Yeah, I got that. Should be roasted. I didn't. Wasn't appreciative. Hey, Dan, skull my brother. Welcome to the show as we wait for gameplay to resume. And everybody to join me. We should have a full crew today. Hopefully, everybody said they might participate. Even my brother from another mother, who we do the Saturday show to old bloggers, Darren said he might even join. Let's see if that happens. Mary, yes. They're making everything more difficult than they have than it has to be. It's sort of like teenagers. Why in the world are they doing that? And yes, the commercials showing Aaron Rodgers. Well, they don't have Aaron Rodgers anymore. Bob, you hope Kirk's okay? I think for the health of the season, we all do. We all do, but I'm not so sure. And there we go. Pass defense in the end zone. And the Vikings continue. Good job. He didn't even catch it. Time to see what we have in Hall. You got that right, Eric. Let's see how Hall can cook. And you think Kirk may be done. It is possible. When he stepped back and I watched that replay, to me, it looked like something popped. Whether it popped or broke or something. Something serious. But we'll find out, I'm sure, after the game or, you know, within the next 24 hours, exactly how serious that injury to him is. Daniil Hunter gets himself a sack. It should make for number 10 on the season. And uh, we're going to find out. I have one of our hosts in the green room. And he muted himself and turned off his light. Not good. It is Justin, by the way. I know I have Tyler up there because last week Tyler was the first to come on. So today it'll be Justin. And there he is. I'll switch cameras real quick. Justin the man is here. What do you think of that wonderful game so far? And we have three. We have Justin, why are you coming in twice? He doesn't know. Actually, I'm gonna get I'm gonna go to the studio. Okay, you do that. I'm gonna switch screens here. And Justin keeps wanting to come in. I'm gonna switch this over. To Mr. Jonas, it's a decent hour in Germany. Hey, Jonas, how you been, my friend? Sorry to, that we didn't get you last week because it was in the wee, wee, wee hours of the morning that that game finished for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, although I have to confess I didn't get any sleep in last week. I just couldn't at that point, and I only would have had like one and a half hours max so yeah just just couldn't so uh yeah yeah but i bet you were smiling all day that's true now what do you think it's so far this game 
This game is uh, over, by the way. The Vikings come out victorious 24 to 10. Vikings win. Vikings win. Vikings win. And they go to four and four, 500. Now, Who thought that at the beginning of the season? The thing is, and yeah, it's ahead of the game. I said that either the Vikings will win or the Vikings season will be over. And right now, as it looks uh, right now, both might be true. <laughs> Vikings won today, but if Kirk Cousins is seriously hurt and does miss an extensive amount of time, this season is over. Uh, like You don't have any course, faith I, in Jaron Hall? I would like to see him, but I have a very hard time believing that he can replicate the level of play that Kirk Cousins is has been doing. And the Vikings need that to be an actual factor in postseason. So even if Jaron Hall does all right uh, based on the expectations we have, I just doubt he will be good enough to uh, to be uh, to get this Vikings team as far as they would have gotten with Kirk Cousins because this ro- this roster is definitely one of the better ones over the last few years. I would say this team is better than last year's team, but it's a flawed roster. It's still a flawed roster, and this roster needs a top 10 quarterback to get them uh to get them into the postseason and win games in the postseason and that's that's just too much to ask from Jaron Hall even if he plays all right. Okay. Who knows? Maybe we can get lucky and we have the next phenom on the <laughs> bench coming in today, getting his rust knocked off, and who knows? Justin, my yeah. friend, what did you think today? Well, you got the victory over the Packers, so that's always a good thing. Always a good thing. Always. Beyond that, um, love the two minutes, uh, the uh, two touchdowns in two minutes. You go on a nice drive. You get the touchdown. Your defense gives you a turnover, and they finally say, all right, let's take the kill shot. And it was a beautifully designed play, having Addison in the backfield, Jair Alexander had no shots on that play whatsoever. So beyond that, we got to hope. <laughs> we got to hope it's not too bad because, yeah, you are looking at a victory here today and four more games until the bye week. Were you talking about Atlanta, New Orleans, uh, Denver, and Chicago? Mm-hmm. Where you would feel confident the Vikings winning all four of them, getting eight to four, or at least three out of four to get to seven and five. Um, I like Jaron Hall as a prospect. Um, I had said that, you know, if you hadn't gotten the win against the 49ers and, you know, you were two and five and then you lose this game, I would say give the rest of the season to Jaron Hall and try and trade Kirk or tell Kirk, take a seat on the bench. We want to see what this guy can do. Well, now you got an injured Kirk Cousins, and if it is something substantial, okay, well, this is what you got left. Mm-hmm. Now, you have to make the choice, because to Jonas's point about it being a good, not great roster, 
and now you got to roll with Jaron Hall theoretically. Do you go back to being sellers because you don't have the the confidence that Jaron Hall is going to be able to do anything? Because the last thing you want to do is limp your way to seven wins and not trade any pending free agents and getting nothing in return for them. That's like the worst case scenario, you know. Yeah, of course they're going to say, oh, we have faith next man up. We can still compete. We can still win this division. Well, of course, that's what they're going to say. But, yeah, you know, Clifford's got a point. (laughs) It it would be difficult for Jaron Hall to lead us to the playoffs. Not impossible, but difficult. So, and it's unfortunate. You know, it's funny. I was taking notes and I was going to do a video to say Kirk Cousins needs to actually be discussed in the MVP conversation. Well, that idea just went out the window. So. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And I got into a discussion about that particular topic. And um, I said he's going to have to go to all the way to the Super Bowl to be even considered to be a serious contender for that award. Mm-hmm. So we'll find out. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. I mean, that's really it. You know, you can't really take as much pleasure as any victory over the Packers would and should be when your quarterback is at best uncertain and at worst done for the season. Mm-hmm. Because it, even, let's say it is an ankle injury and not an Achilles. Again, if it's an Achilles, you know, shut him down because it's over. Um, if it's an ankle, okay, is it a lower ankle sprain, a higher ankle sprain? You know, are we talking about him missing two to four games? You know, go, you know, coming back after the bye week, or are we looking at six to eight weeks? I don't know. Mm-hmm. We should be happy. We should be like we put a W on Lambeau Field. We told you Jordan Love was garbage. And yeah, so it's just ah, yeah. And like I said before, when I rewatched that replay, it something popped in that ankle, right? And it either popped or broke. That is the only two things I can see how his leg reacted. Right. Yeah, I think I really think it. Uh, like I'm not a doctor, but I think it's an Achilles because uh, the way he planted his foot, it was uh, there was so much pressure on that. So at worst, it's uh, like at best, I think it's it's probably not an ankle. I don't think from that angle it's an ankle injury. Like at best, it's a calf injury, like the one uh, to Carl Anthony Towns uh, last season uh, for the Timberwolves. So. Yeah, that's the best case, probably, and the worst case. Yeah, like you mentioned, it really looked like an Achilles, and that would that would certainly end the season. Like I, I don't care about the videos being put out about Aaron Rodgers right now. Cousins right. is not coming back from that, especially even if he does. I don't think the Vikings will be close enough to even risk that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and you know the best I could think of is like down in Cincinnati, where it's a severe calf injury, but it right. can't be recovered from. But boy, it's just brutal. 
It is brutal. When we get back to 500 and have such an optimal schedule heading forth, it's just like, oi, as they would say over in England. <laughs> um, but we shall see. What do they say in Germany when stuff like that Scheister. happens? Scheister. Scheister. <laughs> Even I know yeah, that pretty, one. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> no freddie we do not sign matt ryan uh no i'm sorry the funny Uh, thing is i i actually most of the time swear in english so (laughs) 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 well hey i want to appreciate everybody that's joined us today like i said mary my worthless opinion freddie with all sorts of quarterback options we should go for Dalton Vincent, yikes! Yes, we can ride with Jaron Hall. We still got to pick up a quarterback. We've right. got Mullins. I don't know how many more weeks he has left on IR for himself and his back. And then I think should be like one or two. He one has or two, like if, two or three weeks. If he he's been. ready to come in, and backs, as we all know, can be. Sticky. Well, welcome Ryan Barg. I think that's the first time we've seen you here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Chiron, you're here too. Yes, we're celebrating the W because there's nothing like beating Green Bay. Nothing. Nothing. I don't care how good or bad we are. As long as we beat Green Bay, that is a good day. So Clifford, my friend, is also here. And anybody else that I miss, I'm glad you all are here to join us. What's up, Fig Nuts? How you doing? <laughs> I need to bring up Big Nuts. <laughs> Big Nuts a great name. I yeah. get that. So um, I need to bring up the box score. I haven't even looked. I saw DJ Wanham had a couple sacks. I do believe Daniil Hunter had his 11th sack of the season, the 10th or 11th. So, which is a good thing. Let's see. We have for the defense. Josh Metellus led with eight tackles, five solos. Jordan Hicks had eight. Harrison Phillips had eight. Harrison Phillips had himself a game today, folks. He was causing problems all over the place. He was we great get down, against the run, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, Daniil Hunter had the one sack. DJ Wanham had two. Not bad for the defense. Defense held him to 10 points, everyone. 10. 10 points. That is a good game by... The Brian Flores defense. Also, um, no, I'm go- I'm going back on the offensive side of the ball. Um, he has been criticized a lot and rightfully so this season. But KJ Osborne had a game. The Packers oh, clearly the second half. <laughs> yeah, the Packers <laughs> clearly uh, keyed down on Jordan Addison after he started the game hot and uh, then KJ Osborne finally took advantage of that. Uh, we kind of expected that all season because of all the attention going to Justin Jefferson and TJ Harkinson. So we always hope for that, but he finally showed that. And uh, yeah, if I don't really want to say it, but if uh, Kirk Cousins is hurt, that was a good time to have that game because uh, now you might get the team to trade for him since he, even if... Nothing happened to Kirk Cousins. I could have seen 
that trade because uh, he's a pending free agent and obviously he isn't going to resign here. So he was a trade ship anyway, and uh, he had a good game to maybe boost his uh, his trade value. So good for him, good for the Vikings. Nice game. There he is, Tyler the man, staring at his computer. Yo, yo. Yeah. Somber win, boys. Very somber. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not going to be able to be on here long. I've got, as you can imagine, a lot of work to do and two dogs that are going to go ballistic downstairs um, because they saw the injury. And uh, <laughs> we, we have nothing confirmed, but um, look, that's an Achilles. Um, I've seen him before. You see that kind of pop in the calf. That's an Achilles tendon, whether it's full, partial, and something to remember is Brian O'Neill, when he left that game against the Green Bay Packers Atlanta last year, was ruled out with an ankle injury, and that ended up being an Achilles. Usually they rule those as a calf, but it's not impossible. Look, it sucks because Kirk Cousins was argue play, arguably playing his best football as a Minnesota Viking, and it comes in, in his, probably his last season. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Now he has a likely torn Achilles to deal with going into the free agent market. And it's it's Jaron Hall and Nick Mullins season. I don't know how the Vikings are going to handle this. If they're going to be like, okay, Mullins is ready to play now. We're going to try to win. Or do they try to acquire Somebody else, maybe like a Ryan Tannehill to try and make a run and push things over the top so they can make the playoff run. I'm not saying they should or they will, but I'm saying we have to at least think of that as a possibility. You would but put in Barnes over Hall. Um, I wouldn't, but they might because I it, I think it's inarguable when you watch uh, the preseason and practice. They think Mullins is better than Hall and they were integrating Hall, but with Kirk out for the season, do you just ride it out with Hall? I think you probably should and really see what you have. Is this developmental guy worth more than just being a developmental guy? And if he's not, then you move on. You figure out what you're going to do next. You And then, look, you're probably going to lose some games with Jaron Hall. But the defense has been playing really, really well. The offense is built to help a guy like that succeed. His biggest issue right now is slow processing. He's got to see things faster. And that's where Kirk was really good because he was able to take advantage of some of those things, see things quickly and hit them with anticipation. Hall's not even close to there yet. And he may never get there. We don't know. But the only way to know was by seeing it happen on the field. So that's frustrating. Um, Justin Jefferson can come back in one in two weeks. 
we'll see if he does. Like this is just a very frustrating finish for the Vikings because they had it, man. They were on the right track. They were they're now on a three game winning streak. Now the starting quarterback is gone. So we'll kind of see see what happens moving forward. Um, it, you really can't judge Hall based on today because he's coming in cold as a fifth round pick who's not getting starter reps. And he looked a little rattled. Hard to blame him. He's going to have an easier time next week against the Atlanta Falcons, a full week of practice. And if he ends up being the starter, that's going to, that's going to end up helping his cause uh-huh. with the, all those little things. So a lot to take I, away from just, but that's the biggest frustration is no, no more Kirk. I fully expect him to be the starter next week because I don't think Nick Mullins is eligible to come off IR like this week and even if they sign a QB off the street I highly doubt that the Vi- that the Vikings are playing him immediately uh, like one week of practice uh, to uh, get him what? the playbook I, I, I just don't see that so I would expect uh, Jaron Hall to at least get, get next week's start and uh, I'm I'm also not not a friend of just uh, acquiring, acquiring a QB off the street. Yes, you might win one or two games more than you would with Jaron Hall, but I don't. I just don't see this team being good enough uh, to make a run with a QB that is that is not as good as Kirk Cousins, and I don't think you're gonna get a QB as good as Kirk Cousins at this point in the season. No, you're not. And I don't know how the Vikings front office will handle it. And I'm very intrigued to see because this is the first time Kirk's ever been legitimately hurt. Like right. we know about the rib thing from last year, but, or like there's like, Hey, I twisted my ankle like on a rollout. Okay. That kind of stuff happens. Those are like dings. This is an injury. And this is the first time Kirk's really ever had one. So how are things going to look with how the Vikings handle it. I'm very intrigued that, you know, I'm not, I don't want to speak with hyperbole or anything, but very curious if teams get a little more aggressive for Daniel Hunter now, because they see, Oh, Kirk is out. Mm-hmm. Would the Vikings be willing to even at a four and four record, be more open to moving some of those pieces. Like they should. We know, in my opinion. <clears throat> we know that the Wilfs don't want to take a step back. quarterback. Now they have to, they have no choice. He's He's injured. It's so w- what happens now? Um, I th- there's arguments to be made on both sides. I think you should just ride out with Hall and kind of see what happens. I wouldn't be opposed to sending Hunter for a first round pick. If you get it, I don't think I sell him for any less than that. Maybe like a two, three and a four. I would consider from the right team. If the two is going to be high enough, get the one. if you project it out that far, but yeah, we'll see. I've got a lot of work to do over the next 10 hours. So I'm going to bow out Monday night, real Forno show. We're going to know more and we're going to have a lot to talk about with this football game. Thank you, my friend. And I will see you tomorrow and talk to you beforehand as we plan the real Forno show for Monday night. And you know, it's going to be a barn burner. (laughs) It's look, it's Jaron Hall season. Let's go. Take it easy. See ya. See ya, Tyler.
Well, I'll just get this out of the way right now. If Kirk Cousins is out for the season, you absolutely take Daniil Hunter to market over the next 48 hours or whenever the official deadline is. Because best case scenario, you may be squeaking as a wild card. And that's with Daniil Hunter. That is best case. And that's extremely optimistic. And then you get nothing for him in return. And I want to hear about comp picks because if you sign free agents, then that changes your formula. So when people say, oh, you'll get a third round comp, you don't know that. Not if they sign a couple players here and there. But anyway, um, you especially know, I agree with the Vikings. The Vikings have 50. Yeah. The Vikings well, yeah, have they 50. could extend them. Yeah. Sorry. The Vikings have. Uh, the Vikings have $51 billion in cap space right now projected for next offseason. So they're going to they're gonna get some big signings. And that's going to cross Daniel Hunter off, uh, off the formula if they don't extend him. Um, the thing is, they can probably they can probably extend him like cap almost cap neutral because of the void years for 2024 but are they willing to give him a deal that is going to be close to the top of the market for edge rushers for a 29 soon to be 30 year old edge rusher um, that has had his fair share of injuries in the past and I, I just don't think the Vikings are willing to do that but Hunter will want that and since uh that's probably not going to happen. He is going to leave. And if the Vikings do make a lot of, uh, do make some big signings, which I expect them to do uh, next off season, I just, I just don't think it's uh, worth it to hold on to Daniel Hunter. If Kirk Cousins is actually out for the season. To me, I would do this over the next. Yeah, I would do this over the next two days. I would either sign Daniel Hunter right now or I'd trade him. I wouldn't let him play out the season and then have no guarantee that he would resign in the offseason. So you figure out right now, uh, hey, are we signing you or not? And I'd say. Especially since he has that no tag clause, so the Vikings can't even do some tag and trade stuff. So even that's off the table. So they have absolutely no securities whatsoever after the season. So, uh, yeah, he just turned 29, but we are talking about next offseason. So that's why I said soon to be 30, because that's what he is next offseason. So it's going to be interesting. Well, to finish out the box scores, we had uh, Kirk was 23 for 31, 274 before he went out with the injury. Jaron Hall came in, was 3 for 4 for 23 yards and basic garbage time, desperation time for Green Bay. The run game was miserable today. I got whether it's Madison or Akers. Akers had a decent run, but that was, they both stunk. Uh, not quite sure what to make out of all of that, but there was the run game totaled 62 yards. Pathetic. And I'm sick of seeing Alexander Madison get the bulk of the carries. Uh, that dry, There was a commenter earlier uh, about what is KOC's infatuation. And again, we've had a, we've been talking about Kirk this whole time that I've totally forgot that. Oh, yeah, that's right. I wanted to come on here and say, uh, why is Alexander Madison still the lead running back getting the most touches? But to me, it's no, I, I've seen enough. 
Mm-hmm. Let's say you guys. Now, the defense held Green Bay to 74 yards rushing and Jordan Love to only 229 yards passing. So, not a bad day. Or Jordan Love to, yeah, 229. So, I mean, the first half they came out, first four possessions were three and outs. Mm-hmm. And then the Green Bay had one drive and they stalled out and had to kick a field goal. And this defense, again, after the turnover, the the strip sack, they held them. And now, again, it was four-down territory, so if that was in the middle of the third quarter or something, it probably would have turned into points. But mm-hmm. considering the game situation, it didn't. And then after, you know, Jaron Hall tries to run off some clock, you know, they hold them again. So that's the other part that is infuriating about this is – We've been sitting all this time saying, can we get Kirk a halfway decent offensive line and a halfway decent defense? And we finally do. And now he's hurts. <laughs> I mean, come. Where's that? Where's that uh, meme where it's got the two circles? Nice things and Vikings fans. I've already seen nice that. Things. Oh. I've already seen that on Twitter. I think Yannick Eckert posted it, so I've already seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can't have Now, I want to say this one real quick. Kevin Seifert of ESPN I had this tweet about six minutes ago. Somber, very quiet on the Viking side, and reporters have been told it's going to take a little extra time than normal for them to get in to do their interviews and press conferences or whatever else. Take that for whatever it's worth. Yeah, I think also uh, they ruled him out immediately after he went into the into oh, yeah. the tent. Like everybody, everybody knew this was serious. So uh, it, uh, yeah, I, I think we already already said what we expect this to be, and mm-hmm. at this point, I just I just have very little hope of this being less significant. We're gonna find out, but it's yeah, it's not looking good. And uh, somebody said we're gonna probably be five hundred at most. So, um, yeah, and that's the best case scenario, I think, with Jaron. Yeah, yeah, but which is fine if we're looking next next year for the draft picks. But it's Mm. such a shame because we, hey, we all thought before the season if we made it through these first eight games at five hundred. We were set up in sweet position to yes. do to do some damage this year, and we made it to five hundred, not in the way we expected to, but we made it there, and everything was going swimmingly until pop. So, and and let me rephrase: that was Andrew Kramer of uh, not Kevin Seifert. I beg your pardon for anybody who's like, where do you see that tweet from Kev- Kevin C? I beg your pardon. It was Andrew Kramer. So anyway. Okay. Well, but yeah, to your point, to your point, this, they didn't totally didn't get there. You didn't have them losing to Tampa Bay and beating San Francisco to get to this point. But, you know, to me, you give Jaron Hall the rest of the season. I don't care when, any quarterback comes back from IR and I agree it, this is different than when Teddy Bridgewater, you know, had his injury at the end of training camp and you brought in Sam Bradford, Sean Hill took the first game to get Bradford up to speed. I'm not interested in giving Jaron Hall a game or two to get another quarterback up to speed. 
<laughs> I'm not interested in Case Keenum. <laughs> I've seen that one in the chat. So uh, no thank you there. Because the options out there are the scrap heap. So I say you just play Jaron Hall and you see what you got with the guy. If he leads you to a wild card berth, that would say, okay, he can be our starter next year. If he totally tanks, well, then you draft a quarterback and you're in a better position to draft a quarterback next year. That's just my thought. Steven, I never hated Kirk. I was highly yeah. critical of him. And last week, I thought he had a fantastic game. It was one of his best games. I said it was his best game of his career overall, not stat-wise, but how he performed. With all due respect to Steven, we appreciate, you know, your loyalty and watching, but if you are somebody that gives anything but a positive review of Cousins, there are, in fact, two groups, the actual haters and those of us in the middle who like don't love him, Uh, you know, the Kirk stands, the, the ultra positives, like, okay, if you say a bad word, that makes you a hater. No, it doesn't. You know, it's we've given him praise when he has been praiseworthy, and we've given him criticism when he's been criti- uh, critical worthy. But no one, nobody said that, oh, gosh, I can't stand Kirk Cousins. No, that that's just factually incorrect. But we'll find out. It's going to be interesting this week. Hey, guys, I want to wrap this up, turn it around. Any last words from Germany, Jonas? Oh, I don't know. It, it it just sucks. It it's but I tweeted uh, ahead of the game. This is like the typical Vikings game where uh, you get your hopes up. Uh, you think the Vikings are finally on the verge of uh, getting into the right direction, and it just really feels like they are going to get our hopes crushed in an absolutely soul-crushing way and like the Vikings are and always have been they just found a different way to make this (laughs) fucking thing true Lucy found another way to pull the ball away from Chuck just as he's about to kick it and Chuck lands on his backside because that's what the Vikings are. They are Lucy holding the football and after a thousand times of pulling it away after Charlie tries to kick it, she manages somehow some way to convince Chuck to try one more time. That's that's just it. You're right. That is the that's the line of the night. They found another way to break our hearts. (laughs) It's just in the middle of the season as opposed to the end. Justin, what have you got going on tonight? Tonight at 8 p.m. Central Time on Purple and Gold for Days. It is Rapping for Days with me and Rap of Purple Pocket Podcast. Tomorrow night, 8.15 Central Time is Skull for Days. And I imagine, hopefully, maybe at that point, we'll have some information so that we have some direction to take it. And then, of course, Tuesday night at 6.30 uh, under the lights on my channel as well. So tonight, tomorrow, Tuesday, three nights in a row, as always. Will Dave be wearing black? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Sarah said it a couple weeks ago that she was going to be dressing for a funeral. Well, she was just a couple weeks early. Well, first off, I want to thank everybody that joined us. All yes, the quarterback definitely. suggestions. Thank you, Freddie, for those uh, those that have come in here and have uh, – 
Given their opinions, you guys absolutely rock. We do love and appreciate that you follow us every week. It's a, it's a great, wonderful thing. Just because this may have happened and the Vikings season takes a turn we didn't expect doesn't mean football's over and it doesn't mean we're over. It means we get to start a new chapter, most likely, and there's a twist in this story. So let's watch it play out and see what happens. And join us tomorrow. Join Justin tonight, and then join me and Tyler tomorrow for the Real Forno Show. And Jonas, I'm sure, is going to be on some of his podcasts over in Germany. And we're all talking the football team we love so much, even though it gives us heartburn and heart attacks, (laughs) your Minnesota Vikings. What do we say, gentlemen? I was waiting on you, Jonas. <laughs> left to right, baby. Left to right. Skull Vikings. Skull Vikings until the next episode. Skull Vikings. Thanks for watching. Please like, subscribe, and ring the bell. And share this episode with your friends and even your enemies. We'd love it. Thanks for watching Vikings First and Skull. We are part of the Fans First Sports Network, and we appreciate each and every one of you. Skull. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. This has been a Vikings First and Skull and Fans First Sports Network production.